2008 called and it wants its banking crisis back. On Friday, Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB, was shut down by the California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. This is the second largest bank failure in U.S. history. Number one was Washington Mutual during the 2008 subprime mortgage crisis. Now the bank is under the ownership of the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, commonly referred to as FDIC. You've probably seen those little placards at your bank. This agency was created after the Great Depression by President FDR to help restore a public trust in banks after the run on them in 1929. It's insurance, which covers up to $250,000 per depositor per insured bank for each account ownership category. But how did this mega bank collapse? Just like the run on the banks nearly a century ago, depositors started pulling out their cash and fast, too fast. SVB completed a $21 billion fire sale of its bond portfolio. This caused them to take a $1.8 billion loss. On Wednesday, the bank CEO Greg Becker tried to do damage control and blamed the situation on continued higher interest rates, pressured public and private markets, and elevated cash burn. Although the bank said it would recoup its loss by raising money from investors, confidence was already lost. By the next day, customers started getting nervous. The bank stock dropped 60%. People began talking about a bank run on Twitter. By Friday, the bank stock fell another 60% and the CEO resigned. You see, this wasn't just a bank for the common man. SVB claims to serve nearly half of U.S. startups that venture capital firms invest in. So when news circulated that the bank was losing money after their rush to sell bonds to infuse themselves with cash, venture capitalists and business owners freaked. They started scrambling to get their accounts below $250,000, the maximum amount that the FDIC insures. Apparently, bank runs in America are just like pandemics. They come as a pair about every 100 years. Now, while bank run is super sexy and great financial porn for all the finance bros out there, there's more to the story. You see, this bank defied its own reputation. It made the so-called experts look like fools. Less than a month ago, Forbes ranked SVB as one of the top 20 best banks in America. They've made this list five years in a row. They also made Forbes' list of financial all-stars. The next clown to get it wrong? NBC analyst and host of Mad Money, Jim Cramer. Last month, he recommended people buy shares of SVB stock. He called the bank one of the, quote, biggest winners of 2023, alongside companies like Meta, Tesla, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and Norwegian Cruise Line. Kramer said, quote, the ninth best performer to date has been SVB Financial, don't yawn. He even went as far as to brush off critics of the bank, saying, quote, this company is a merchant bank with a deposit base that Wall Street has mistakenly been concerned by. He was giddy that the bank was, quote, less dependent upon private equity in venture capital offerings. After calling SVB, quote, the fourth worst performer of 2022, he said it was worth buying because, quote, Being the banker to these immense pools of capital has always been a very good business. Stock's still cheap. He advocated all this even as he told viewers that SVB had seen their stock crash by more than 60% last year, but yet, he still thought it was a great time to buy. 
The CEO obviously was too incompetent to run the bank, and the media was too ignorant to notice. Was anybody on the inside at SVB sounding the alarm? The answer to that would be a big fat no. The head of risk assessment, Jay Ursipa, was not too concerned with the books. In fact, she organized LGBTQ events and hosted a month-long pride campaign. She even implemented safe space catch-ups for staff. Yes, the head of risk assessment was too busy wrapping herself in the rainbow flag to see the bank careening off a cliff. We are living in idiocracy, but that's another podcast for another day. Do you think that these rich bankers were affected by any of this? Of course not. You know who is? Businesses and entrepreneurs who depended on SVB. And the fallout is only just beginning. New York toy store camp has cut prices by 40% in order to increase sales and stay afloat as its cash is tied up in the SVB bank. They jokingly encourage customers to use the promo code BANKRUN. Etsy sellers are getting the shaft too, as the online store used SVB to process some of its payments. California is also getting hit hard, as SVB has been the primary financial institution in the area for nearly 30 years. This affects payroll, bill paying, credit card processing, etc. It will also impact development projects, as SVB has provided more than $4 billion in loans to wineries and vineyards since 1994. Although FDIC has stepped in and started the National Bank of Santa Clara, the agency insures accounts only up to $250,000. That means businesses that held more than this in deposits are at risk of losing the difference. Although this is the 16th largest bank in the nation, in a matter of days, it went from best in the biz to out of business. Company bigwigs sold massive stocks less than two weeks before the bank crashed. CEO Greg Becker sold more than $3.5 million of stock on February 27th. CFO Daniel Beck sold more than half a million dollars in stocks the same day. Both of these men's trading plans were set up in late January. So what did they know and when did they know it, you might say? Employees at the bank also received annual bonuses just hours before the bank collapsed. It's unclear how much those were, but Glassdoor.com reports previous bonuses have ranged from $12,000 for associates to $140,000 for managing directors. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It's the American way. As Thomas Jefferson once said, I sincerely believe that banking establishments... The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It's the American way. As Thomas Jefferson once said, I sincerely believe that banking establishments are more dangerous than standing armies. Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for an all-new episode. In the meantime, follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok, Rumble, Instagram, Truth Social, and Twitter.